Get ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life, everyone. I'm so happy you're here with us today, and I'm very excited in my spirit about this broadcast. I'm, uh, I'm, I feel like God is going to really make some impact with some of the things that He's shown me, and uh, I'm glad you're here with us tonight. You picked the perfect night to tune in, and uh, it's always a privilege to come together to hear from heaven. Uh, thank you for tuning into the broadcast tonight. You know, I, I endeavor to always bring fresh light from heaven, fresh revelation to stir your faith and to cause you to trust in the Lord and encourage you in the kingdom. You know, God always has something fresh and encouraging to say. God always shines his light and releases prophetic utterance to help guide us through our every season of life, even in these changing moments. And be certain of this, what God has said will come to pass. So keep the faith. You're going to hear me say that a lot tonight. Keep the faith. Uh, Let me also say, America the beautiful shall be one. It shall be one, unified. And America shall be saved. We're going to talk more about that tonight. But I want to encourage you, and I want to give you some spiritual nourishment for your spirit man. I believe we're at a a point of turning in every area right now, a turning point, uh, a defining moment. And uh, I believe that we we are about to enter into a great, great new season, a season of recovery and restoration, a season of reformation. And let me just say very clearly, it's not over for you. It's not over for you, and it's not over for this nation. Amen? What God has said shall come to pass. Everybody I know, everyone everywhere, is in a major transition. Transition is a very difficult time for many people. It's always a time of shifting and and changing, Uh, but it's always in the kingdom to a higher place in the Lord. When you're at the finish line of the last season, you're at the starting line of the new season. And so the enemy wants to line up every obstacle and every challenge he can to try and get you to give up. He fires every cannon. He empties every spiritual uh, magazine bullet, a bullet in his magazine, uh, to try to take you out and keep you from God's best for, for your life. But I've got good news for you tonight. You're still standing. And I've got a great word of encouragement for you. It's not over. You're at your new beginning, so keep the faith. Amen? Keep the faith. Uh, There's always a battle before the breakthrough, and I want to share more on that tonight. I believe something good is about to happen for God's people. God's been speaking to me about a big event that is on his calendar, and that it would happen in the fall. And I've been talking about this, a big event on God's calendar that's going to happen in the fall. <clears throat> well, yesterday was the autumnal equinox, or the first day of fall. The vernal equinox and the autumnal equinox are the, are the scientific terms they use. It's where there's roughly uh, an equal amount of day and night, and it marks the changing of the seasons. I think that's very significant. I believe in the spirit, the season is changing now as well as in the natural. And uh, just like everything doesn't thaw out overnight after winter, 
uh, it takes a little while for the seasonal change uh, to become evident in every area of life. But God's been speaking to me about the significance of the fall. We know on the Hebraic calendar, the fall festivals uh, begin at the head of the year or Rosh Hashanah. And, and that begins actually on Monday, September 26th, and it ends on Tuesday, September 27th. And so I'm not a Hebrew scholar like some are, uh, but I've learned so much in all my studies over the years. I've studied it a lot. And in referencing the Hebrew calendar, uh, I'm not uh, advocating uh, getting back under the law or everyone becoming Jewish But I do respect the Hebrew roots of our faith and how much revelation and understanding in the times and the seasons you can find uh, when we look at those things. Rosh Hashanah, or Rosh Hashanah, how some people say it, is the Feast of Trumpets. It's a time of consecration of family and friends unto the Lord, or you could say a, a time of rededication of, of your family and of, of your friends unto the Lord. Uh, the biblical name for this new year or holy day is Yom Teruach. Yom Teruach. It means a massive army shouting as one. You heard the word ruach in there, right? Or the roar of the, of the people of God or the roar of the Spirit of God through the people of God. Uh, Yom Teruach. And so <clears throat> that is accompanied by the blowing of the trumpets or the shofars. That's the Feast of Trumpets. The blowing of the trumpets uh, uh, is the blowing of the shofar. And you know, the blowing of the trumpets in Scripture is always symbolic of God's prophets prophesying. But the unique thing about this uh this reference in in the Hebraic uh, mind and in Scripture is they blow the trumpets and they shout in unity. It's the consecration or the rededication of your family and friends unto the Lord. Now, you'll find this in Amos chapter 3, and this is a very familiar Scripture here. Amos 3, verse 6, it says, Shall a trumpet be blown in the city, and the people not be afraid? And that's speaking of coming back to the fear of the Lord. Then in verse 7 it says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he reveals his secrets unto his servants the prophets. And then verse 8 says, The lion has roared, who will not fear? The Lord God has spoken, who can but prophesy? So it's a very significant thing to God. <clears throat> the trumpets sound, the lion roars, God speaks, and God's prophets begin to prophesy the secrets that God has revealed. And so it's a very significant moment uh, before God. And so the people of God were commanded by God to make this observance or this continual this a continual practice. <clears throat> um, it's a time of returning to the Lord, a, a setting of a new order for the year ahead, a coming back to a fresh start and setting a new order for the year ahead. Uh, you know, they would eat uh, a bread called uh, challah, uh, like I'll challah at you later. No, 
It's the words, it, the, it's spelled C-H-A-L-L-A-H or challah. Uh, the, the challah bread is woven bread and it's uh, <clears throat> traditionally woven into a basket. And this is symbolic of Jesus, the bread of life, and how he is woven into every aspect of our lives. And it's a reminder uh, that it's wo- that he's woven, God is woven into every aspect of our lives. And it's in the shape of a basket, uh, remembering uh, that we are in to- the total care or in his basket uh, of the Lord. It's also the shape of a circle which represents the circle or the seasons of life. <clears throat> By the way, in the center of this, of this woven uh, bread basket uh, is the shape of a cross uh, pointing in four directions, north, south, east, and west. So every area of our lives uh, is, is covered by the cross. And it serves as a reminder for us today that no matter the season, no matter the twists and turns, Jesus remains in control and at the very center of everything in our lives. That's the reason why we, we reconnect and shout our praises to the Lord and allow the roar of the Lion of Judah, uh, the, the heating of the trumpet blast from heaven, the voice of his prophets. So it's a new season. It's a new year. I'll be sharing more of what I sense from the Lord about this new year, 5783, next week, next broadcast. Uh, But God is planning something great for his enemies and something even greater for his people. A big event is about to happen. I'm decreeing it. I'm declaring it from heaven. Something humongous is on God's calendar, if I can use that kind of terminology with you. And the enemy wants to cause fear to arise in the people of God right now. There's threats out there. The enemy always threatens uh, when God is about to move. Uh, The enemy tries to make a big show, uh, make a big ruckus, a big chaotic move, uh, a bombastic uh, threat to cause fear to arise in people. And let me just tell you, resist the fear, rebuke it, retaliate against it like a snake came into your house. Get serious about casting out demonic attacks, amen? Get, uh, many of you, like me, have, have been awake half the night over these last few weeks because the enemy's rattling things, he's, he's stirring up things, and God wants you to stand up and attack back, move quickly, and attack fear like a snake in your house. Cut its head off with the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. You know, many times uh, I'll, I'll wake up uh, my wife, Pastor Tracy, <clears throat> with uh, marching around the room with my hands lifted high to the Lord, worshiping and decreeing the Word of the Lord. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I continue to decree and declare the word of the Lord. I can tell you this about the year that's beginning in just a few days. Uh, This will be a year of fruitfulness. You know, in fact, at the beginning of the year, the head of the year, uh, one of the things they eat is a pomegranate. Now, the pomegranate is very significant because as, as you open it up, there's fruit, 
but it's wrapped in a seed. Uh, it's wrapped around the seed, and it's the most uh, seeded fruit uh, uh, in all of the fruits. And so the pomegranate uh, speaks about not just enjoying uh, the sweetness of the fruit, but replanting in, in re-sowing and experiencing uh, multiplied fruitfulness. And so I just want to declare that to you. This will be a new year of fruitfulness. Uh, it'll also be a good and a sweet new year. Uh, one of the things that they do at the at the head of the year is they eat slices of apple dipped in honey, <clears throat> and uh, symbolic of the goodness and the sweetness of the Lord. And I believe this will be a, a fruitful year, uh, but a good and a sweet new year. And so that's good news. Uh, but let me also say this: I believe there will be a time of awe. Uh, the awe of God, the awesomeness, the awe of God and repentance. And many, listen to me, many will repent. Many will escape God's judgment because of this big event that God has planned. And it will happen and it'll, it'll bring forth true repentance on behalf of many. And so we need to rejoice in that and we need to be positioned uh, to reap the harvest as God brings it in. Amen. Uh, our part is to watch and pray and to be there to minister to people and, and, and encourage them as big brothers and sisters in the Lord. You know, Rosh Hashanah is the feast of the trumpets, <clears throat> and that is very significant. There's been a lot of false prophetic that we've had to uh, wade through and sift through. And the people of God have had to endure a lot of false prophetic and a lot of fake uh, and empty threats of the enemy presented as a prognostication or a prophetic word of this this is going to happen whether you like it or not kind of a thing. Uh, that's false prophetic. Uh, but at the Feast of Trumpets, you could not escape the volume, the volume, the loud volume of all the trumpets in the land sounding, listen to me, at the same time. And at the same time, there was a great roar, a great shout of praise, a shout of victory. And it was overwhelming. You could not escape the volume of what was being broadcasted throughout the land. And what this is symbolic of is now the true prophets will begin to sound the word of the Lord and declare the word of the Lord, and it will be inescapable. No one will be able to say, I did not hear that. Listen, Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 how he went through so many different challenges, but through all the challenges, God gave him grace and he was and he kept the faith. I want to encourage you. This may be a challenging moment for a lot of people. Don't listen to the voice of fear. Listen to the voice of God's prophets prophesying and encouraging your faith. Keep the faith. Don't discount it. Don't disregard it. Uh don't dispose of it because of something not working out the way that you thought it should work out or something that you've had to press through. Keep 
the faith. Apostle Paul said he kept the faith. After all the things that he went through, he kept the faith. He summarized it by saying, we must remember to crucify our flesh daily. Now, we don't like that. Uh, No one likes the idea of having to uh, keep yourself in check and crucify your flesh daily, multiple times a day. Uh, but those of you that are that are relating to this, it's resounding in you. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, but in Second Corinthians four and verse sixteen, Apostle Paul said, "Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing." In other words, we're going through challenges, we're going through trials, we're going through uh, attacks of the enemy, we're going through uh, different. Um, uh, you know, 87,000 new IRS agents being hired to go on the attack, which, by the way, I believe God will absolutely reverse every curse. I mean, be very uh, clear on that one. God said that so clear. Everything, every curse is about to be reversed. So he says, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Uh, for our light affliction. Now remember, he's calling a light affliction. He was beat. He was whipped. He was beat with rods. Uh, he was uh, had stones thrown to thrown at him uh, multiple times to the point where three times he was left for dead. He says, "Our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory." While we do not look at the things which are seen, that's very key. Don't look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. In other words, there's a prophetic vision on the inside of you. There's something bigger on the inside of you that God has spoken. He's promised. He's declared. He's decreed over your life. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. That word temporary there uh, means they exist like a vapor. It looks so uh, prominent, but only for a moment. But then that moment goes. The things which are not seen are lasting. They're eternal. Let me encourage you tonight and remind you of the vision God gave me before all of this pandemic and COVID virus began, before the lockdowns, before the masks. Uh, God spoke to me in, uh, in January of 2020 uh, about a coming chaos. Now, if you've been a part of this ministry, you'll remember this word, but a coming chaos and how the voice of the Lord would reshape everything or reform everything. And just as it was as in the time of the formation of the earth, everything was without form and chaotic. It was without form and void. Uh, and that, that word means uh, out of order, out of alignment, and chaos was ruling And as I prophesied, uh, we would see chaos and things would look tumultuous for a time, just like in the beginning when God said 
and prophesied. God, when God speaks, that is prophecy. And so in the beginning, God said, let there be light. And the Holy Spirit began bringing order and alignment for proper formation according to the mind of God. And so when prophets prophesy, they're decreeing uh, what the trumpet is blasting from heaven and that is release that is the release of the mind of God to bring things into right order, right alignment, and proper formation according to the way God sees it. And that was uh, uh, that. This was a time of now, now of a reformation or a reforming, a reformation or a reshaping of the nations of the earth, a realigning of the nations of the earth, a re a reshaping, a reforming, and a realigning of this nation, America, the beautiful. God also reminded me of his answering of our prayers. This was a prophetic word that God gave me in January of 2020, uh, that he was uh, answering our prayers according to Second Chronicles 7.14. And it says, if we'll call out to God, uh, we'll turn for our, from our wicked ways, truly repent and pray to God, God will heal our land. And listen, this is God healing our land. This is what it looks like when you start uh, uh, remodeling. You know, if you think about a remodel job, uh, they pull all the, everything down to the studs in, in a house, you know, and they rewire and they, they, listen, that's how reformation, reformation looks. This is God healing our land and God is turning everything around. Now, this is the turning point. This is the this is the defining moment. So don't get frustrated, bitter, and wrestle with God. When you wrestle with God, He wins. Amen? Some people want to take uh, their experience and their hurts and, their, and, and attack the word of truth with their hurts and with their experience. Let me remind you, the word of truth is supposed to change us from the inside out and not the other way around. The Bible says no scripture is subject to your private interpretation based upon your personal experiences. If something is not working, uh, it is not God's word that's out of order. It's our flesh that needs to be crucified and come into alignment with God's word. We have to deal with our own issues. If something's out of alignment, we have to first look, at, look to our flesh. We either fall upon the rock and break or the rock falls upon us and crushes us to fine powder and so let me encourage you tonight uh, to do something that the word of god says that we need to do regularly repent repent for only seeing things through the lens of the flesh Repent doesn't mean what some people think I'm, means I'm a bad person or I've done wrong. Listen, repent means to turn around or change your thinking at the turning point. The word repent is two words put together, re and pent. The word re means to do it again and pent means to the top. And so we get our word penthouse from the same root word. So when we repent, we turn away from the works of the flesh 
We turn away from thinking uh, with a lower level or a lower grade of thinking according to the flesh, carnal thinking, and we get back on top in life. Amen? That's what the word repent means. It doesn't just mean turn from your wicked ways. It means to to change the way your your mind works. God addresses mindsets at turning points. He addresses our our mindsets, and he knocks down those mindsets and gets us back on top in life. Those mindsets uh, that are contrary to God's mind uh, is is what holds us at a lower level and causes us to experience things that we don't necessarily have to experience if we'll repent. If we'll let God change our way of thinking, we'll get back on top in life. Amen? So repentance is a, is a necessary and a needed thing every day in our lives. Uh, when something hasn't happened in the timing or the way we thought it should happen, the time frame that we wanted it to happen or, or, or the way we wanted it to happen, don't get upset Learn to trust the hand of the Lord. Go with his, his flow of the Spirit. There is a flow in the kingdom of God, like a river flows. There's a flow of the Spirit of God. And sometimes it, there's twists and turns that we didn't see coming, amen? But we, we continue to cruise down the, the river of God with his flow, amen? Trust the hand of the Lord. Trust his timing. Trust his way, God takes all these things and works them together for our good so that we would be conformed to more to the image of Christ Jesus, which Romans eight twenty eight and 29 says, uh, which he is the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. He's the prototype or the, or the model that we're to fashion, our, allow God to fashion us after. And so you may be going through some battles right now, but I'm here to encourage you it's all about to break through for you. It's all about to break through. What shall we say to these things? It continues to say in Romans chapter 8, if God be for us, who can be against us? That's what we say to these things. It's going to work out. <clears throat> what can ever separate us from the love of our Father? Nothing shall tribulation, shall stress or distress. No. Demons, famine, peril, or sword, the sword is speaking of the attacks of, of even governments against the people. Come on, somebody. Let me just encourage you. That's what Apostle Paul was talking about. He had to face the sword of government officials being drawn against him. And he says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loves us. Listen, I want to ask you, are you persuaded to believe that nothing can separate you from God's love? God is working all these things together for the good of his people. Well, something should have changed by now. Something should have went differently. Let me just encourage you, God is still on the throne, and he's still working all these things to, to cause you to have a different mindset, uh, the mind of Christ, to be more conformed to the image and likeness of Christ. And so that's the ultimate goal for all of us. That's the ultimate achievement for all of us. But you've got to understand that even though you go through challenges and, and you go through shakeups in life, you, you become persuaded to believe nothing's going to separate me from the love of my Father. 
He's working this out for me. I've got a word for you tonight. You've been going through a battle because you're a dangerous person to the devil and the powers of hell. You've been going through a a, a big battle because you are very dangerous to the enemy, very dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. And greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. And the breakthrough that you've been praying about and waiting for and expecting is here. It really is here this time. David's mighty men were the toughest, they were the meanest, they were the baddest dudes around. Uh, The Bible says one could put a thousand to flight, two could put ten thousand. One guy on a a snowy day, it was freezing outside, actually jumped into a pit where there were five lions, and these lions would have been a uh, uh, an issue for the people of of the community, but this guy was not going to allow that enemy uh, to threaten any longer. He jumped in the pit with just a a uh, spear and attacked five lions on a snowy, icy day. You know, his hands could have could have been so cold uh, that they hurt, but he jumped in there and he took out those lions. Uh, just because they were a threat of the enemy uh, to the people. It was was a threat of a predator against the people of God in the area. So listen, David's mighty men were the toughest guys around, Uh, but they all had lost several times everything that they had uh, and had to continue to follow David from cave to cave. These were God's choice warriors, and some of you are saying, I'm starting to relate to David's mighty men, right? <clears throat> but there came a day when it all came together for them. There came a day when it all, uh, all those days of losing and all those days of having to go from cave to cave, uh, it, it all was behind them. Their time had come. And let me tell you today, your time has come. Like David's mighty men, you are very dangerous to the powers of hell. But God is healing our land and unifying his people for a great harvest. Chaos is about to turn into divine order and alignment. I'm giving you the word of the Lord in message form tonight. Uh, Chaos is about to turn into divine order and divine alignment. This is also a retaliation by the forces of evil. You know, there's threats all over. There's wars and rumors of wars all over the place right now. Uh, And it's the retaliation by the forces of evil. What has been hidden in darkness is coming out into the light. It really is. And the vision that I saw was much like uh, some of the movie scenes where they drag a demon or a vampire uh, out into the sunlight, and then suddenly they explode into fire. And that's what the Lord showed me. I saw many different ones being dragged into the light, revealing hidden sins. And what was betrayal, and what was an attack on America the beautiful, was being dragged into the light. And this will be a season of great exposure uh, and great correction of course, course correction, uh, a time of judging of some. 
uh, God's going to drag it all into the light. And the Lord reminded me of a prophetic word I spoke back in 2015 about the rats jumping off a sinking ship and they were turning on each other and exposing each other. Much like in Second Chronicles chapter 20, we've, we've uh, prophesied that and quoted that many times. Second uh, Chronicles 20, 20 says, Believe God and be established. Believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. That was a time when Jehoshaphat was surrounded by an enemy, and they seemed like there was, it seemed like there was no hope of their escape. Several armies were gathered together completely surrounding the tribe of Judah and half of Jerusalem that was with them. <clears throat> and that story is in Second Chronicles 20. Uh, but God said, I want you to focus your energy and your effort and your, your hearts uh, in praise to me. Just begin to praise me for my mercy that endures forever. And that's what they did. They began to worship God. And as they did, God sent... Uh, angelic intervention on their behalf, and angels begin to uh, to turn enemies against enemies, and they begin to attack each other until they killed each other, and there was no one left standing. And that's what happened in Second Chronicles twenty. Uh, the enemies started killing each other. That's what's happening right now. It is a season of exposure, uh, and there's going to be a realignment right now. There's going to be a new divine order. And I saw the powers of hell fall like lightning. I saw ruling powers over many different regions in America and in the nations of the earth. I saw powers of hell that were enthroned falling like lightning. That's how fast they were cast out of heavenly places where they had usurped the authority over the region, where they had taken something that did not belong to them, and they were ruling wrongly and, and with, without the authority of, of God to rule in that place. <clears throat> I saw these powers of hell falling like lightning bolts. <clears throat> I saw discord and division fall like lightning I saw Satan and the powers of hell falling like lightning right now. And let me just tell you, that's what's happening, and God will have his way. Don't be fooled uh, by the fake uh, facade of the enemy. Amen? Amen. I want to encourage you. Things are changing for the good. And, you know, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again now, the battle uh, that we're facing right now is just the battle before the breakthrough. There's always a battle before the breakthrough. And I want to just kind of encourage you tonight and and challenge you through Scripture how God took his people through battles and even confronting giants, uh, a lion's den, a fiery furnace, on and on right before their greatest breakthroughs and their greatest promotion their greatest possessing of promises even david and his mighty men they had to take out the jebusites before they could possess the throne that god had prophesied you know we have the benefit of hindsight we can see the outcome of these battles at just reading them in the scripture and then in the new testament we see apostle paul encouraging timothy Timothy, God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You're not, don't be fearful. 
hang on to the love of God and the power of God and and know this, that that's the right way to think. You have a sound mind, the mind of Christ. The Bible outlines for us who God is and who we are and who our enemy is. And when we come to know God, we begin to see ourselves in him, and then we know who we are. And then we become more successful in overcoming our enemy and all that he is. So God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but he's given us a warrior spirit, just like him. He's the greatest warrior of all time. Uh, He is the greatest champion of all time. And his warrior spirit is our spirit. It is a spirit of power. Dunamis is the word in the Greek. Dunamis power. Dunamis means explosive, miracle strength and ability to overcome the, the enemy. Let me say that again. It means explosive, miracle power and strength and ability to overcome the enemy. We're called to look past the picture of what you're seeing at the moment and take God at his word of truth and fight the good fight of faith. Keep the faith and fight the good fight of faith. And the longer you walk with the Lord, the stronger you'll get in overcoming the lies of the enemy. If you'll submit to God and his word, the enemy will flee. The devil is a propaganda artist, and all he publishes is fake news. He's a liar and the father of all lies. In Isaiah chapter 59, in verse 19, it says this, When the enemy comes in, comma, like a flood, God will raise up a standard against him. That's the truth. When the enemy comes in, comma, in other words, that's where the break in the sentence is. When the enemy comes in, not when the enemy comes in like a flood, when the enemy comes in, like a flood, God will raise up a standard against him. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, the Bible says that David, who, who is the man after God's own heart, served his generation, did all that God had for him to do, uh, fulfilled every prophecy that was spoken over him. How many of you would like that, right? <clears throat> but at this point in his life, he was at a critical point. Uh, a, a turning point, a defining moment. His future looked absolutely unattainable. The prophecy looked the furthest from ever coming to pass. His prophecy looked like there was no way they could possibly happen. It was a devastating time in David's life. He was fighting a spiritual enemy. Let me say, I'm so glad God gives us all the details. He doesn't skip over the hard places. Hard times and difficulties can be part of the process on the road to possessing the promises. David is the one who wrote, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you're with me, your rod and your staff, it comforts me. In other words, if I get off course, God, God will correct me and get me back on the path of life and back to the high places in him. So God is, is not only the God of the good times, But he's, even in our lowest times, he'll never abandon us. He'll never forsake us. A brighter day is always ahead of us for the people of God. So in 1 Samuel 30, in verse 1, it says, Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag. That was the divine appointment on the calendar. When they came to Ziklag 
on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, attacking Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great, the women and children. And they did not kill anyone, but they carried them away and went their way. Interesting enough, they didn't, all they did was burn down the, the, the houses and the tents and the, and the things that they had there, but they took every, everything, uh, they plundered everything and took all the women and children. And, uh, and so David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. In other words, they didn't know what happened. They thought everyone was uh, killed in, in, in the invasion. Uh, and so uh, David and his two wives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed. How many of you not understand stress? For the people spoke of stoning him. Even his own guys, these mighty men, were ready to come give it up and come against him now and take him out. That, that's it. And it says, because the soul of all the people was grieved in every man for his sons and daughters but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. So David, at his lowest point, encouraged himself. It looked absolutely impossible for anything to ever anything good to ever happen. This this nation's never going to receive him as king. Uh, they're never going to put him in that place. Uh, even his own men, who he who he had done so much with and did, done so much for. Now they were giving up on him. He was at his very lowest point, but he remembered what God prophesied and promised, and he went to God and and poured out his heart. And David's men turned on him at their turning point. They were not called to be king. They were very weak, and they lost everything. And they were just, they were done. They cried everything that they could cry. And so in verse 6, it says, David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and daughters. You know, that is the sentiment of many people right now. People are grieving for their sons and their daughters, and the future looks too challenging for us and for our children. Many people are saying this. Uh, It's going to be 20 years until we recover from this. Uh, if if everything were to turn good today, it would take us 20 years to get out of this mess. And let me just tell you, people are concerned about their kids and their grandkids and their great-grandkids and the, the national debt being so high. Uh, this is how the men were speaking. But David encouraged himself and the Lord his God. David encouraged himself. Listen, you have to learn at all times, no matter what it looks like, to keep the faith and encourage yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. No one else is going to do this for you. It's your responsibility to come up higher, especially at turning points, and encourage yourself in the Lord. Go back and say, God, you said. God, you prophesied these things. God, you've had me on a on a quest for destiny. 
you've had me on course, and now I'm facing this. But I believe you didn't take me this far to abandon me. You'll never leave me. You're ne- you'll never forsake me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod of correction, your staff of direction, it comforts me. Even though I may not know what's going on, I know that you are the author and the finisher of my faith. You hold everything in the palm of your hand. David says to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, please bring the ephod here to me. And Abiathar brought the ephod to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And God answered him. Let me just tell you, when the voice of the Lord enters the picture, everything changes. David threw it out there. Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? I believe David was even saying, shall I do it even if I go by myself? And God answered him and said, listen, I've never left you. I've never left your mighty men, but I'm speaking my precious prophetic word to you now. Pursue, David, for you shall surely overtake them. Listen to this part and without fail, recover all. Now that's a powerful prophetic word that is breaking mindsets and changing the way he sees this situation. Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail, so powerful we hear those two words, without fail, recover all. You know, many are saying America is in the free fall because of the actions of some men. Let me just tell you, man is not powerful enough to overthrow the will of God. Many are saying the nation will be in disrepair for many years to come. I'm declaring to you tonight, God can turn everything around in an hour. He can reverse every curse in an hour. He can turn everything completely around in an hour. And I'm telling you the word of the Lord, something big is on God's agenda, and it is coming forth now. God has a big event planned and it's on his calendar and it's on his agenda and it is coming forth now and i'm prophesying to you this is a time of new beginning a new year a new season a time of recovery a time of restoration a time of reformation you may look around and see god i don't know what happened suddenly everything is burned to the ground let me just encourage you You're going to rise up now with new strength, with new zeal, with new fire inside of you. You're going to pursue, you're going to overtake, and without fail, recover all. We have entered into a time of harvest, a time of reformation, a time of recovery, a time of restoration. Whatever the enemy has stolen from you, I decree and declare to you tonight full restoration of all that was lost. You will without fail pursue. You will without fail overtake. You will without fail recover all. Failure is not on God's agenda for you today. You will without fail recover all, all your joy, all your peace, all your family, all your stuff, all your business, all your finances, all your purpose, all your abundant life, all your relationships, 
all your setup for the future. I want you to hear the word of the Lord tonight. You will without fail recover all. Hear the sound of the trumpet blast. God is blowing a trumpet, an inescapable sound. You will without fail recover all. Hear the word of the Lord tonight. Verse 9 says, So David went, he and 600 men who were with him, and they came to the brook Besor, where those who stayed were left behind. So 400 of them could not find the strength to go on. So two hundred and David and 200 men went. And David pursued, he, I'm sorry, 200 stayed and 400 went. So David pursued, he and 400 men for 200 stayed behind who were so weary that they could not cross the brook. Let me just tell you, a lot of people, they have faith, they're keeping the faith. They just are not up to the fight. It's okay. Don't be critical of people. Verse 18, it says, So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives, and there was nothing lacking them, either great or small, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that they had taken from them. David had recovered all. And David took all the flocks and the herds that had driven before them, (coughs) and those other flocks, and said, this is David's spoil. In other words, he took everything that they had already gathered from other spoils of war. David took all of that and said, now this is my spoil, because I'm the one who had to turn it all around with God. And Jesus, let me just tell you, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Remember, Malachi declared, I am the Lord, and I change not. So this is the Ziklag before Zion. This is the test of a king. It was the exact same moment in battle that King Saul and his sons died in battle at that very same moment that David had to find it within himself to encourage himself and pursue God uh, and get the word of the Lord. At the very same moment, the exact moment in time, King Saul and his sons were killed in battle. And now Israel's throne that was prophesied was David's was now vacated. And it was shortly thereafter that David uh, met with the elders at Hebron. And they said, we want you to be king over us now. And David went and sat on the very same throne that was vacated that very day just as Samuel prophesied. Let me just tell you, many things are happening where many people cannot see. Just David had no idea what was happening with Saul and Saul's sons. He had no idea that the throne was being vacated at that very moment. Many things are happening at this very moment that people do not understand, see, or or know. But there is something powerful happening right now, and there is a, a, a setup for a great comeback right now. God has something planned on his agenda. Something's happening right now. Something's moving in the spirit. Something's changing. I I prophesied last week about the winds of God blowing, 
causing movement now, things that have been uh, in a stalemate, things that have been stuck, things that have been on hold, suddenly there's movement now. You may not be able to see it, but something's moving. Something's happening right now. He that has ears to hear, hear the word of the Lord tonight. Hebrews twelve twenty five says, "See that you do not refuse him who speaks, for if they do not escape him who re- if they did not escape uh, who refused him who spoke on the earth, how much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven?" In other words. Uh, Moses led some people and he prophesied the word of the Lord to them and they rejected it. And God opened the ground and swallowed them up because they refused him who spoke on earth because he was standing in in place of God as a trumpet sounding, prophesying the word of the Lord to him and they refused it. How much more, how much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven? It goes on to say that God, by his voice, will shake everything that can be shaken, removing what God wants removed, so that the things which cannot be shaken by his voice will remain. Let me tell you, God is speaking and removing many things right now. God has a big plan and a big event Uh, is on his calendar now, and he is speaking from heaven and removing everything that needs to be removed, shaking everything that needs to be shaken so that the people of God will begin to emerge on the other side of this as the victors and not the victims. So David faced the greatest battle, the test of the king, just before his greatest breakthrough. Simultaneously, again, Saul and his sons were defeated in battle, and God used that very moment. What what happened there? In the middle of chaos and, and, and tumult and, and disorder, uh, everything out of order, out of alignment, God used that very moment to draw David closer to him. David had to make the decision to draw close to God. He said, if you'll draw close to me, I'll draw close to you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. But God used that pressure to draw David closer to him and to even show David his own heart. What will you do under pressure now? Will you draw near to God? I want to encourage you, draw near to God right now. Let his voice speak to you and set you up for your great comeback, the battle before the breakthrough. Let me tell you, I'm just, I'm just trying to communicate the word of the Lord to you the best I can. Many of you just need to hear this. It may, maybe it's a reminder to you. But God wants you to rise up from the ashes. He wants to give you beauty for your ashes. He wants to give you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The oil of joy instead of mourning. But you need to realize you are a warrior. Put on your ephod. Put it on and draw near to the Lord. Start worshiping him again. Let the weak say, I am strong. I am a warrior. Stir up the gift of God within you. Begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Spend more time praying in tongues instead of complaining or watching television or or whatever that we use uh, uh 
random available time for it. Take time in this moment. I'm not saying it has to be your everyday thing uh, for the rest of your life, but take the moments in this turning point, in this defining moment, in this point of a breakthrough, and apply the pressure in the Spirit. Begin to pray in the Spirit. Prophesy the word of the Lord that's been prophesied over you. Say it again. Amen. Prophesy over our nation. Prophesy over your family. Watch God take you from chaos to cosmos, from disorder to divine alignment. Pursue, overtake, and without fail, recover all that was lost. Let me just tell you, the devil had no right and he had no authority to steal from you. And tonight, the kingdom of God may have suffered some violence, but the violent rise up and take it by force. We're taking it back. We're taking it all back. Uh, We may have to face some battle, but that's the precursor to the breakthrough. Remember the prophesied promises of God over your life. The greater the battle, the greater the victory. The greater the battle, the greater the spoils of war. Amen? One last scripture, and then I'll close tonight. 1 Timothy Chapter 1, verse 18, it says, this, son, this charge I commit to you, my son Timothy, according to the prophecies which prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith in a good conscience, which some have rejected concerning the faith, having suffered shipwreck. In other words, they didn't keep the faith. They didn't believe the prophetic words over their lives. They gave up on it. They rejected it. And they've suffered shipwreck. And then he begins to name them, of whom are Hermenius and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. You know, there's a lot of people coming against the prophets, coming against the prophetic. They're even saying, we're going to make a list of these prophets who've been prophesying these things, and we're going to mark them. Let me tell you, God has a list. Apostle Paul was showing God has a list. He says, of whom are Hermanius and Alexander. Calls them out by name. And then he says, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Listen, you have a choice. You can either believe God and do just as David did, put on the ephod, Begin to worship the Lord and hear the word of the Lord again. Do you still believe in the prophetic? Even though you've gone through all of this, David, do you still believe in the prophetic? Do just as Paul has instructed his son Timothy. Remember what God has said, regardless of how many things appear opposite at the moment. And fight with these prophetic words against the words of the enemy, the the smoke screens and the and the what appears to be so permanent, it's temporary. It's something that you're seeing and it's temporary, but those things that you cannot see yet, those prophetic promises, those are eternal. Let the power of those prophetic promises from God shake the kingdom of darkness out of your life and out of this nation. There's such a great powerful uh, word, a power available to those who will not discount 
God's words of promise. We are entering into a new epoch of time, a new era, a new year, a new season. And I'm telling you the word of the Lord tonight, something great is about to happen for you. Isaiah prophesied and put it this way, forget what's behind you, forget the past. Don't even consider it, but be surprised by the faithfulness of God again as he does a new thing for you. Shall you not know it? I'll overcome the impossible odds for you. I'll make a pathway appear out of nowhere in the wilderness, and I'll make a river come to you in the desert. Listen, God wants you to hear the sound of his trumpet tonight. Amen? Amen. I encourage you, keep the faith. I want to thank every one of you who continue to stand with us right here at Speak Life. What a privilege it is to give you the word of the Lord. I want to thank every one of you who have given offerings and sowed seed into this prophetic ministry. From the depths of our heart, we want to say thank you. Thank you for helping us to reach the nations with this word of hope, these words of life. Now, if you desire to sow a seed to help us continue to release the word of the Lord to the nations, and we are reaching the nations and equipping the people of God, because that's what we're called to do, equip the people of God, right? Ephesians chapter 4, that's what we're called to do, equip the people of God, give you the equipment to do what you're supposed to do for God. There are several ways you can sow your seed. If if you uh, are, are interested in doing that, you can text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. It's on the screen right now. You can also click <clears throat> on the link on our website at lifepointchurch.cc. That's lifepoint with an E, lifepointchurch.cc. CC, by the way, stands for Christian Church. Or you can go to martylayton.com. Or if you prefer to mail in your tax-deductible offering, you can mail that to Marty Layton or LifePoint. Either will work. A P.O. Box 1822, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. 37077. If you're watching on social media, there's a link in the comment section. You can you can get by clicking on that link and uh, and that works. And listen, I want to encourage you get acquainted with Rumble. Hear me, rumble.com, R U M B L E. rumble.com. Get acquainted with rumble.com. Get acquainted with frankspeech.com. F R I N K S P E E C H dot com frankspeech.com rumble and frankspeech.com listen i know that we're being blocked and we're being shadow banned by some of the more liberal social media platforms out there my mother in love <clears throat> some people say mother-in-law i say my mother in love we're not bound by law we're bound by the love of god and my mother-in-law mother in love could not find us on youtube or on facebook and she's been following us since we started Uh, And so I know that we're being uh, uh, affected by censorship right now. You know, our views went from tens of thousands uh, to less than 100. Some of our videos that had uh, 75,000 plus views are now down to 30 views or 40 views. And, you know, it's that kind of chicanery and duplicity that uh, some of these people are engaged in. 
And so take the time to find us on Rumble and on Frank Speech. I'm sure you agree with me that like 99% of America, uh, we still believe in free speech. We have to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Amen? So again, try out rumble.com or frankspeech.com. They're awesome, and they believe in free speech. And our broadcasts are, are posted on these and, and live on Rumble the same time every week, Friday night, 7 p.m. Central. And so we're working on providing videos on our website, speaklifetv.com, martylayton.com, and lifepointchurch.cc. We're working on providing that uh, a live feed to that as well, but that's not set up yet, and it takes a little time to get that working. Uh, but I want to encourage you, especially Rumble. Check out Rumble. It's kind of like an alternative to YouTube. And so I want to thank you again for standing with us. I promise always to pour out the perfect prophetic word as fresh as I can from the Lord to you. I want to thank you for standing with us and supporting the work of the Lord. Let me also say thank you uh, to the sponsor of Speak Life, Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Now, Mike Lindell is an awesome and amazing man of God, and he's fighting for, for the people of God on so many fronts, and he hasn't backed down one bit Uh, Steve Bannon calls him the armor-piercing shell, Mike Lindell. (laughs) Uh, Mike Lindell is a man of vision and spiritual fortitude. He's standing for what God has spoken and prophesied. And what has God said? America shall be saved. He's fighting on the front lines for the freedoms that we all hold dear in this nation. So as our sponsor, he's made some very special deals available just for this audience And I want to encourage you to go to MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Check out the hundreds of products that he's made available uh, to purchase there. I want to recommend to you the MyPillow, the original MyPillow. It'll change your life with a great night's sleep. It's amazing. I also recommend the slippers. I recommend the towels. The towels are very luxurious. Uh, the sheets are amazing. We have the Giza Dream Sheets, and uh, but especially I love the My Coffee. The My Coffee, it's awesome. It's organic. It comes in multiple brewing choices, and uh, I drink it every day. <coughs> you can get My Coffee at MyStore.com. He has two websites, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. Now, MyStore.com is just the beginnings of... Of, uh, of an alternative to Amazon.com. Only this is all American-made, American uh, uh, entrepreneurs. And so MyPillow.com, MyStore.com. And listen, if you'll use my name, Marty, M-A-R-T-Y, as your promo code, you'll receive the deepest discounts available off your purchase, some as much as 66% off. If you prefer to use your phone, you can just pick up the phone and call the dedicated number that they set up for us. It's 800-859-2938. But remember to use the promo code MARTY, M-A-R-T-Y. It's a great way to support Speak Life and, and get great products. And all the while, you're still supporting the patriotic work of Mike Lindell. 
It's a great deal. You support Speak Life, you support Mike Lindell, and you get incredible products at a deep, deep discount, as long as you remember to use the promo code MARTY. Amen? So thank you for doing that. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. Please join us next week for more prophetic teaching and prophetic ministry. If you enjoyed this and you were blessed by this ministry, please take a moment. Leave us a five-star review. Write something good about us and click five stars. Also, you can follow me on social media, on Truth, on Getter, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Rumble, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Frank Social, on Parler, on Telegram, and all those social media platforms, uh, at Marty Layton. <clears throat> Very simple, at Marty Layton, and uh, you'll find me there. Follow me. We post all the time. So follow me, subscribe, uh, ring the bell, do all the platform asks you to do to follow, uh, but please help us out by doing that. We're trying to recover from this uh, incredible censorship that we've been going through, and many other ministries are going through it as well. People are pulling stuff and trying to figure out the best way to recover, Uh, but I want to encourage you, follow us on all the platforms. You can also watch this show live every Friday at 7 p.m. Central uh, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. Remember, you got to check out rumble.com. Amen. I want to thank you all for telling others about the Speak Life show. It helps us to reach more people uh, and and to give them the word of hope, this prophetic ministry that God's put on our in, in our lives to do this. You know, I love doing this. I love to release the word of life, the word of hope. Uh, you're only going to hear the word of life and the word of hope here. And so help us to uh, regain some of the viewers that we lost and, and get new viewers as well. Also, if you like podcasts, uh, please take a second and, and subscribe to the Speak Life podcast. You can find the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, on the Charisma Podcast Network. Check them out. They're awesome. Charisma Podcast Network dot com uh the iheart radio podcast any really anywhere that you listen to podcasts we're going to be there but i want to thank you again for tuning in and remember to keep your spiritual ears and eyes open because god is always speaking he's always talking you were created to hear and know the voice of your father that's your dna jesus said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the father it's the preceding word that you've been designed to hear and to live on amen and then speak words of life when you hear god speak speak words of life proverbs eighteen twenty one says the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit i love life and so i want to encourage you always speak life amen god bless you we'll see you next week thank you for listening to speak life with marty layton Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.